Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit is fed, where my faith grows stronger, and I learn how to be an overcomer, to overcome whatever obstacles or challenges that you're dealing with in life. This world is a dark cursed, messed up place. And you can't live down here without encountering some of that. And the Lord didn't uh, tell us or promise us that we'd never have any challenges. He did tell us that if we'd hold fast to Him and obey Him, we'd overcome. We would win. We would triumph. So when the Bible says fight the good fight of faith, you're not just going to do that reclining on the couch all the time, right? I mean, you've you got to put an effort. You've got to resist the enemy, and you've got to lay hold and hold fast what belongs to you because there's an enemy that will try to steal it from you, take it away from you. But because of the greater one inside you, he'll keep giving you strength. He will infuse you. If you'll make up your mind not to quit, you can come out on the other side triumphant. Hallelujah, and be a good testimony. And you know, your victory is not just your victory alone. Everybody around you uh, that sees what God does in your life, it inspires them. It encourages them. Either, even if they never say anything to you about it, they see it. And so really, your victory is attached and connected to other people's victories. And if you give up and quit and don't try... That also affects other people because sometimes people will say, well, if they think you're spiritual or even more spiritual than them, which they may be wrong about that, but if they think that and they think, well, if they couldn't do it, no need me trying. And so it discourages them. Uh, so uh, particularly when something doesn't just happen right away and you can feel discouraged or time goes on, it tries your faith, it tries your patience. Realize there can be more going on than what you think because your victory manifest can, be, can have a domino effect, can be a cascading thing with people around you. Cause, and, that, and the enemy wants to stop it before it gets out of hand. Is that right? Because it'll be like popcorn. You'll go pop <laughs> and then folks will go, I want to get popped too. <laughs> so, <laughs> pop, pop, pop. <laughs> and then the enemy's got a problem. Because once it gets moving and rolling, it's hard to slow down and stop. And we want him to have a problem and God to get the glory. Father, we thank you for this day, for the class, for the opportunity. Speak to us, minister to us, show us what we need to see for now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Look in our great textbook, the Bible, in Luke uh, 17 again. We're studying uh, this account of healing called the healing of the ten lepers. In verse 11, it came to pass as Jesus went to Jerusalem, passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee, that he entered into a certain village, 
he met ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices, and they said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And yesterday we talked about how vital that is. Uh, That wasn't an isolated case. We saw over and over again in these other individual cases that the people asked for the same thing. They came not acting like something was owed to them, not acting like they deserved something like this, but asking for mercy. And mercy opens the door. You know, when you ask for mercy, it opens the door for grace. And so uh, he said to them, here comes the mercy. Go show yourselves to the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Say it out loud, as they went. They were cleansed. You know, the scripture uses a phrase in Romans 16, 26, called the obedience of faith. Say that out loud. The obedience obedience. of faith. Faith is obedient to God. Faith obeys what the Lord says. Uh, Look with me over in Hebrews 11. This goes right along with what happened here. When he told them to go show themselves to the priest, um, they had no natural reason to do so. If you go back and read Leviticus 13, Leviticus 14, there was a ceremony for the cleansing of the leper when one was healed. When a man or woman had been healed from the leprosy and there was no more sign of leprosy in their skin and body, they would go to the uh, wall or gate of the city and, and, and ask for the priest to come examine them. And when the priest examined them and said, yes, they've been healed, well, that's a miracle. Then they would go in and we talked about, we read about how that they'd take the two birds and uh, and. Uh, They'd take one of them with, uh, and kill him in an earth, earthen vessel, and there would be blood and water, all of this types of, of Jesus. And then the other bird would be dipped in the blood and water of the one that had been slain, and then taken up, uh, blood washed, water washed, with cedar wood, scarlet, and hyssop, all emblems of the cross and, and redemption, and taken out into an open field and released to fly away. All of that was done in connection with the physical healing, the healing of a leper in this case. And so when Jesus tells these these men, go show yourself to the priest, it's a command, but it requires faith. The first word is go. And we see that a lot in in, in these healings. Uh, Hadn't we heard it before? Arise, take up your bed and go to your house, right? Go, uh, go your way. And as you have believed, so be it done to you. Let me just remind you some of them. With the nobleman's son, he said, go your way, your son lives. Well, it, it was exactly the same with him. He had no reason to think that his son was any different or better in the natural. He had received no uh, updated reports or the Lord tells him, go, your son lives. Well, then if you believe that, you should act like you believe it. 
right? Elsewise, he would have just stayed there and, and, and kept begging him, no, please come, come, come and lay hands on him, come. But when the Lord says, go, do this, then your miracle is tied to that command. Can, can you see this? Tied to it. You don't do that, there won't be any manifestation of power. The miracle won't, won't manifest. Uh, the, the first leper healing, he said, go your way. Show yourself to the priest. Everybody say go. With the centurion, he said, go your way. As you have believed, so be it done to you. Go your way. With the paralyzed man, arise, take up your bed and go your way to your house. The Syrophoenician woman, he said, go your way. The, the blind man, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. Everybody say, go your way. Now, what does it mean, go your way? Let me tell you what it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean stay here and keep crying and begging. <laughs> huh? No. What does it mean? Why would you just go your way? Because you're done here. Right? You got what you came for. Oh, come on. Can you, can you see this? You, you got it. It's done. Yeah, but I don't have any natural reason. Yeah, but you got the greatest reason of all. The Lord told you. Amen. Right? Yes. Go your way. Well, then if he said go your way, then what does that mean? Read, read what else is in there. What does that mean? Well, it means I don't need to do anything else to try to make this happen. I don't need to wait. I don't need to beg. I don't need to cry. I don't need to push. I don't need to demand, uh, pull on you about anything. What do I do? I just go my way. <laughs> Somebody say, go your way. Go your way. go your way. Is there a lot of faith in, in responding properly to go your way? We see miracle after miracle after miracle when the Lord said, go your way, and they went their way. It's what James was talking about, that faith without an action is dead. You must not just keep saying, well, I'm... I'm believing, I'm believing, I'm believing, but the Lord told you to do something and you won't do it. You got to do what he said to do and it's as they went, they were cleansed. As they went, they were healed. We saw that with that uh, nobleman's son. You know, he, he came clamoring about wanting Jesus to come and the Lord first said to him, he said, unless you see something, you won't believe. Well, it's kind of in an impasse. And, and then he says, go your way. Your son lives. Why should you go your way? Because your son lives. It's done. And he turned and went his way. Well, it was a number of hours before he would get back home. And so he's got to keep telling himself, doesn't he? The whole way home. I preached a message one time, the long trip back home. <laughs> the, the whole way back home, what was the enemy telling him? What are you doing? You better turn around. You better go back and get Jesus. You better get him to come to your house and lay hands on the boy. It's going to be too late. The enemy's always just trying to, to, to traumatize you with, with fear and, and panic. Why? Because if he can get you to act on panic and fear, there'll be death and destruction. 
Just like the Spirit of God is endeavoring to get you to act on go thy way, right? Then there will be peace and there will be healing and a miracle. What's supposed to happen when the Lord said, go your way. Your son, your boy lives. If you trust him, if you believe in him and his words, what do you do? You go, whew, okay, we got it. If you got God's word, you've got it. Is that right? Come on, say it out loud. If you got God's word, you got it. What do you mean you got it? You got whatever it was that you were needing and wanting, and you've got it before before, before you feel it, before you see it. That's what faith is all about. Faith, the, the, the substance or ground of things expected or hoped for, it's the evidence of things not seen. And so unbelief is, is, is skeptical to the end, analytical, uh, you know, unbelieving. I'll believe it when I see it. That's too late to believe it. And you hear people say, well, seeing is believing. No, honey. No, nothing could be further from the truth. Seeing is not believing. If you say, well, I'm not going to believe it till I see it. It's too late to believe it then. Too late. You walk in my sight. Belief has to do with the unseen. The not yet and the not seen. Isn't that what he said? It's the substance of things hoped for, expected, that's not yet that you can discern, and the things not seen. But even though you hadn't seen it yet, you haven't experienced it yet, you can make a choice. Right? We've had, uh, uh, you know, recent times with all the, the COVID stuff that uh, the Lord allowed our, our partners and and different ones in the churches to send funds to other churches and ministries that had gotten behind. And, uh, uh, and I, I saw faith again and again when we would contact them, and maybe they were, you know, uh, tens of thousands behind on their payments or whatever, and we said, uh, that will come, we're sending that to you tomorrow. And you would hear them go, Whoo! Praise, <laughs> praise God. Well, they don't have the money yet, huh? They don't have. They don't. They didn't see if the money's in our accounts. Why did they go? Oh, praise God! Oh, praise God! Why? 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 They had our word, and they believed that our word was worth something, right? They believed. That, that I, that, that my representatives wouldn't have said it if we couldn't do it or, and we weren't going to do it. But that they had seen other cases where we had before and they just believed our word. And so you could, you could hear the relief. You could hear the relief. They're like, oh, praise God. We're not going to lose our pl-. They hadn't seen any money. Well, if we can have faith in each other's words, yeah. right? Yeah. Surely we should have faith in the one who has never lied and cannot lie and cannot fail. And so when these men cry out for mercy, uh, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. What was the mercy? 
in the word, just the word. Go ahead, show yourself to the priest. Why would he tell us that? Well, he knows the word. He is the word. Uh, <laughs> why do you go show yourself to the priest? Because you're healed. So they can proclaim you healed. So they can do the ceremony and reinstate you in your life and your profession. So you can, so this nightmare can be over. So what do you do? So can you see though, when the Lord gives you a word like that, it's no longer in his court. Hmm? It's no longer up to him. He has had mercy on you already and the power for the miracle is obeying the word. It's in that. It manifests as they went, as you obey it. But it's up to you. And the flesh and the fear will want to go, well, I, can't you show me something else? I mean, can't we... Can't we feel something first? Can't we? But that's all you're going to get. Because you got a lot when he gave you a word. Is that right? I mean, how did he create light? Apparently it didn't take three pages. Right? Light. B. Whew. Become. Well, then when he says, go show yourself to the priest. That's plenty of words, right? That's plenty of power, but it's still your decision. It's your decision. You can scoff, you can mock, you go, we're, we're not up for a trip like that. It's 20 miles over there, whatever what it was. You know, it's, it's, a, it's hot, it's 95 degrees, and you know how sick we are, and I can't go like this. And if you'll listen, the enemy will give you a thousand excuses why you can't do what the Lord told you to do. Oh, but it's a big mistake because it'll cost you your miracle. Why are they in the book? Why are they in the book? Because when he said, go your way, what'd they do? They went their way. Hallelujah. And he will tell you and he will tell me different times, different places, Go your way. What will it mean? Uh, go over here. Get busy with that. Get started with that. I, I know uh, uh, some years ago I was ministering at Brother Kenneth Hagin's ministry in their healing school. And we had two attorneys, the man and the woman, uh, married couple, uh, very successful attorneys. And they had a young uh, son who had a uh, terminal disease and was in this the worst of ways and medical science couldn't help him and they came to Brother Hagen's healing school as a last resort and uh, we're with them I, I was ministering there part of the time and um, they were with us for I don't know three weeks or so five days a week and so they um, I could see they're getting it of course, they're very intelligent people. They're very sharp, very educated, very successful. But, you know, that alone doesn't mean you know anything about spiritual things. But they were drinking it up. They were paying. This is their baby they're talking about, too. And so this, they, they went back home after three weeks, and the child didn't look uh, significantly better. And I received a letter from them, I don't know, months later, maybe six months later or something. And... 
They wanted to let us know that the child was completely healed. Hallelujah. All the symptoms had gone and he's just developing normal, normally. And even the doctors are saying, looks like he should have a normal, healthy life. Grow up to be a... Somebody say, thank God. Thank that. Is that the mercy of God? We were talking about yesterday. That's the mercy of God. But they included in it something that stood out to me. It's what we're talking about right now. They said when they got back, they hadn't seen any significant change in him. And, but they had gotten a hold of the faith principle. And they were calling him healed. Then the Bible says, like, you know, Abraham, faith, like God, Romans 4.17, calls those things that be not as though they were. Let the weak say, I am strong, Joel said. And so they're calling him healed. And uh, the Lord prompted them, uh, now you believe he's well. <laughs> well, he doesn't look well. He doesn't feel well. The report, they said, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Well, the, the, the Spirit of God prompted them, you should share this wonderful revelation with other people. They're like, really? <laughs> and they started a Bible study on healing in their home and invited other people to come. And while they were teaching healing in their home, their son started getting better. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> and they were saying, you know, things came to their mind. Well, you don't want to do that now. You want to wait, you know, until you see, mm -mm. see, that's, that's not how it works. Did the Lord give them a go your way, yes. right? Get, get busy with this. Get about this. And as they were doing that, their boy started getting better. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But can you see faith? In, there's, in faith, there's got to be that lock point at some point where you quit trying to get it. Huh? Y'all with me, class? Yes. This is so important. You, you stop trying to get it and I got it. I got it. We got it. That's not based on anything you see or feel. It's only based on thus saith the Lord. That's all. And then, if you got it, what do we do now? Well, get about your business. Is that right? Pick up your bed. Get on out of here. Go home. Go your way. Go to the priest. Get the ceremony started. Can you see what, that's what the Lord is saying? Uh, no need hanging around here, crying and begging. It's done. Go. It's done. Go. Hallelujah. Somebody say, go your way. Go your way. Go your way. In uh, Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11, you see this with Abraham. The Bible talks about in Hebrews 11, 8, we're talking about that phrase, the obedience of faith. Hebrews 11, 8, it says, by faith, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, what did he do? Obeyed. And, and how did he do that? Go back to the first part of the, the, the verse. By faith. By f Say it out loud. By faith. By faith. He, obeyed. he obeyed. He obeyed by faith. And what did he do? He went out. <laughs> he went. Not knowing. And that's what separates 
the believers from the non-believers. Because non-believers require. I'm going to have to see that. Uh, you, you remember what happened with Thomas <laughs> after <laughs> Jesus was raised from the dead. And the women and some of the other ones said, we have seen the Lord. And he said, oh, no, no. Unless I see him and I can put my finger, because I saw him drive those you know, spikes through his hands. I know there's a hole there. And I might put my finger in that hole and they put that big spear up in the side. And if I can put my hand up in it, then, you know, uh, I, well, he said it like this, unless I can do that, I will not believe. Ooh. <laughs> well, that was so egregious that when the Lord showed up, he made it a special point to talk to Thomas about it. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> you remember that? He shows up, and I'm sure Thomas is going, ah, 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 ah. and then he says, Thomas. And he thought, oh, no, come here. He said, give me your hand. And he's like, oh, he heard that. He heard that. How many know you don't have to see the Lord in the room for him to hear it? He heard that. Give me your hand, Thomas. Okay. So he, he put it in the hole. You feel that? Mm-hmm. Give me your hand. Okay, put it right up here. You feel that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> he said, because you've seen. Now, in other words, you've decided to believe. Blessed are they who have not seen. Where's the blessing at? Not on demanding, requiring to see and feel. That's how you miss the blessing. Where's the blessing? Those that have not seen and yet have believed. That's purpose to please the Lord. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. So faith does please Him. And more faith pleases Him even more. How many want to please the Lord? Let me see. You want, you want to please the Lord? What does that mean? That means you are quick to believe. Now, you don't just believe everything everybody else says. No, you better check all of that out closely, carefully. But when the Lord tells you something... You don't have to examine it. You don't need additional external proof. You don't need anybody else's expert opinion, so-called. If he said it, good enough for me. Amen. Is that right? Amen. That's it. If he said it's done, it's done. Pack your bags, get out of here. Is that right? Amen. Call it a day. It's done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so when he said to Abraham, uh, get out of here, and Abraham uh, so, okay, Lord, uh, where? That away. Okay. That's all he needed. Is that right? He didn't even know exactly where he's going. I'll know when I get there. I'll recognize when I see it. It was such strong faith, it's recorded. Hallelujah. In Hebrews 11, for us to shout about. And every one of these cases where he said, get up, get your bed, get out of here. Go your way as you have believed. Go your way. Show yourself to the priest. As they went, they were healed. And when the Lord tells us something, go do this. As you go, your money will come. Uh, go do this. As you do that, your body will change. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As they taught those Bible studies, their son recovered. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As they went, they were healed. As you go, obeying him, you'll be healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our time's up again for today.
Come back tomorrow. There's a lot more to see. And every day we need a good faith boost, don't we? We need a, a, a good, some good faith food. Come back soon here in Faith School. I've got a victory living inside. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.